On this week's episode of Arisen, we have a conversation with Jackson of Church about his experiences growing up in faith and how Arise has been formational to his faith journey. We're so glad that you've joined us this week as we explore Jackson's story in Arisen. Welcome back to another episode of Arisen. I'm joined by Jackson Upchurch, who's a student at George Mason University. Jackson, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. And so I wanted to get you to come in and talk a little bit about your faith journey. We have members of our board and other students that are deeply invested and want to learn more about each other. And during this time of pandemic, when we're not able to meet as often as we would like in person, it's really neat to be able to use this podcast to be able to have people share a little bit more about themselves. So I'm going to shut up because people don't want to hear from me. They want to hear from Jackson. First off, as Drew said, my name is Jackson. Um, I use they, them pronouns. Um, I came to Mason in 2019, the fall of 2019. So I've been here for about two years. And I am a global affairs major with a minor in Middle Eastern studies and another minor in anthropology. So lots of reading, lots of papers. But I started to rise in last fall, so fall 2020, during um, virtual and everything, kind of going a little bit crazy. But I have been a leader since the beginning of January 2021, so this this semester. And one of the things that I've always loved about Arise is that we believe that leadership is fluid and people come and go, and it's not like you have to be a part of something for three years and we have a leader come in uh, their senior year and take care of things, but you've jumped right in. You help lead our Wednesday night group uh, that is focused on our LGBTQ plus community to make sure that there is a safe space. Because one of the things that we have found is that there is a number of students at Mason who identifies LGBTQ plus, but also identifies people of faith. And there wasn't really a space for them to be able to feel comfortable. And we wanted to offer that space up. One of our alums, Rachel Gray, was the one who said, we need to do more and we need to specifically name a group and a space for people to feel comfortable. So I think you're the third or fourth leader of that group and that group continues to grow and offer safe space. Yeah, and I honestly, that is one of the main reasons that I came to work at Arise. Um, one of the co-leaders from last year, I worked with her through Patriot Leader, um, which is one of the that's our version of orientation leaders. And I worked with Abby and we were doing orientation stuff. And she, she was like, Hey, I do this arise thing. Um, it's like a ministry group, but we are LGBT affirming. And I had had previous experiences with like Christian groups where I was a little bit wary about it, but she's like, they're super affirming and you're welcome to come at any time. And so I joined it and she just, made that very clear that we are affirming and we're a really great group for LGBT people. And that kind of got me back into doing, doing things with Christianity because I had not really been involved in any kind of church stuff in like six years. And that kind of got me back into it. So tell me a little bit about your earliest experiences with faith, with church, and then we can walk through kind of some other spaces as well. 
Yeah, so I am from the middle of nowhere in Georgia, and then I moved to Tennessee when I was about six. So I, I grew up very much Southern area, and I grew up going to church. Um, we were mostly Baptist church is where I really grew up. I lived in McMinnville for about 10 years, so I basically grew up in that church for that entire time. But I went to, it's called First Baptist Church, and we that was kind of the area that I spent the most of my time in. So I've, I've kind of always been involved in church, but it's been a little bit of back and forth for most of my life with it. So what specifically maybe happened that made you say, you know, I'm going to step away from church? And I think it's important to recognize that when people want to step away from church, it's not stepping away from God. It's not stepping away from their faith. It's instead stepping away from an institution that oftentimes causes harm. And they equate it to stepping away from God, right? Like it's a it's a coping strategy because if I hurt you, then that's on me. But if you're hurt because of who God is, then that's on you. And it's, it's such a weird coping mechanism that people use. But yes. I want to be very clear that at Arise, we have lots of people who have been hurt deeply by church, by uh, denominational practices. But that doesn't mean in any way that we feel like that they have stepped away from their faith because oftentimes that's not the case. Yeah. So I was going to the church. I was very involved. I was working vacation Bible school that we had during the summers. I was doing summer camps for the kids that we had in the area, mission trips, all kinds of different stuff that my church would do. And then when I came out as trans, they kind of were not super okay with it. Part of it being from the super small area that I was in, but also just they had a very different mindset than what Arise does. So they were not as okay with me being trans and being open about who I was. So I decided for myself to just kind of distance myself from that church, from that side of my life. It was very difficult to do just because I'd grown up in church. But it was what was necessary at the time for for my sake. You speak about it like it it was the right thing for you to do. And probably looking back on it, you're able to to kind of separate yourself and realize that that's the case. But what did it feel like at the time when you needed to separate yourself? Maybe I'm wrong, but usually that's not a very like, okay, I need to step away. Like there's there's pain that's oftentimes involved. Oh, yeah, it definitely felt like shit. Um, I was 14 years old. My parents had just gone through a really bad divorce. I was trying to come to terms with know who I was and also where I fit in the world and where I fit in my family with my family changing at the time. And so I, I leaned on my church a lot for that. And then when they didn't really want me to stay there or they just kind of shunned me a little bit, well, not a little bit, it was quite a lot, but that really tore me apart because um, they were my family outside of my biological family. So not having them there was a really hard thing for me to deal with. And I had, I struggled to find that community for the rest of my high school time. Um, I didn't really find that community that I had there, that family that I had there until I came to Mason. So that was about five years of trying to find that community that I had originally had that I'd grown up with and not really finding it anywhere. So what did it feel like then to experience a rise? You talk a little bit about Abby being the one to invite you. And maybe you were a little apprehensive of being a part of a faith community group because you 
not only had experiences hurt, but you had also maybe heard about other groups on campus. Yeah, so I was honestly really wary about it at first. I knew that I could trust Abby because Abby was a part of the Patriot Leaders and that they had become my family by the time that I had ended last summer. But I was still a little bit wary just because it was a Christian group and I had, you know, had previous experiences back in Tennessee, but also while I've been at Mason, I had not so great experiences. But I really wanted to reach out because I wanted to be a part of that community again. And I knew that after, you know, five years of dealing with everything that had happened, I wanted to be in that community again with people who had the same beliefs that I did. And so I knew Abby was someone to be trusted. So when she's like, this, this is what you're looking for. I was like, okay, I'm still a little bit worried about it, but I'm willing to, to try. And it ended up really well. The first thing that I ever did was conversation hour. And that, I don't remember what exactly we were talking about that day, but it was something that I had never talked about in a Christian setting before. And it was something that like my old church would have seen as very taboo. So it was very much of, Hey, this is not like your past experiences. This is something completely different. And that was a really good feeling. Well, and that's something that we hope that everyone experiences that arises, that we can be authentic about who we are, that the person and the group that you see on Sunday or whenever we meet Tuesday, in the case of discussion hour, Wednesday night, in the case of the life group that you lead are the same people that you're going to see Monday or the same people you're going to see Friday that we don't believe in separating ourselves out in a way that makes people feel like that we're not authentically who we are because we need more people living out our authentic faith life. Not only, again, during our religious activities, but in general. And there's ways to do that. And so I'm really glad that you found that. If someone were to be looking for a community, what would you tell them about Arise? You've kind of talked a little bit about it, but if somebody maybe from the LGBT community or elsewise was looking for a space, what, what would you let them know about Arise? So definitely kind of two, two points about this. If you grew up in the church and if you grew up in a church that was not super accepting, be ready for those challenges to be challenged, like those, those thoughts to be challenged. Um, because I had, like, for example, I had grown up believing God is a man, God is very masculine. And then I came to Arise and we've had talks about how God has no gender. And that was something I had never even thought about before. So be ready for the beliefs that you, maybe you don't have them, but beliefs that you have grown up knowing to be challenged. And even if you didn't grow up um, in church, some people still have those beliefs or still have heard those beliefs because we live in a very Christian society. Um, Whether you are Christian or not, that's something that we live in every day. So be ready for those types of things to be challenged, but also be open because even if you don't have those beliefs or if you've never been experienced to those, there are probably going to be other things that you may not have expected, but also you will find a community that you may not have been expecting to find either because I was not really expecting to find a super supportive community, even though that was something that I wanted. That wasn't necessarily what I was expecting, but I definitely found people who understand me for me and who really do want the best for me, whatever that looks like. One of the things I remember first coming to Arise, and one of the things I said was, uh, we were done 
giving up on Jesus and allowing other people to speak for Jesus because I believe with all of my heart that Jesus loves people and doesn't doesn't love them like the evangelist that comes on campus pretends that Jesus only loves these certain groups of people and wants to damn everyone else to hell. That's not the Jesus I serve, and I'm tired of particularly progressive, affirming Christians playing the nice person role, right? That we're just going to be the nice ones. Well, at some point, the nice ones also have to speak up, and because we have to stop allowing Jesus to be co-opted by hateful groups. And so at Arise, hopefully, and I'm so glad that you found our community to be that. And again, I'll admit, we're not perfect, but we're hopefully humble enough to know when we're not perfect and say we're sorry, right? I, I, I hope that. I hope that we've, we've experienced that. And I've had conversations with people and say, I want to know. I want to know if you experience something. And, and we try to make it right. We try to make sure that everyone is affirmed, whether, whatever, wherever they find themselves, right? And even if people disagree with us, we've had some people come and say, you know, I, I just can't buy into the way you affirm LGBTQ plus persons. They don't do harm to the community, but at the same time, they go, we, I just, I need to step away. But you're just the nicest people. <laughs> and I'll take that. I'll take, we're nice, but we have particular values that we live into and they're non-negotiables. It is non-negotiables. Yes that we are an inclusive, affirming campus ministry. It is a non-negotiable that we value people for who they are, and we have high expectations of our leaders, just not in behavior modification kind of ways, but in the ways we love one another. And that is, that's something that I feel like arises really well, but also Mason does really well, because that was one of the main reasons I came here, was that you know coming from Tennessee, that's a very different mindset then most universities there have a very different mindset and Mason really prides itself on diversity and inclusion. Obviously there are things that we need to do better and we're learning and we're working on those things to do better. But as a, as a university, we do that a lot better than other places do. And Arise really holds that value because it is one of Mason's values and Arise holds that value more than other ministries might. Um, and I think that's a very important thing. Yeah, and not only is it Mason's value, but I believe with all my heart that it's Jesus's and God's value as well. Yes. Jackson, do you have any other comments or, or things that you might want to tell people listening? Um, if you are looking for a community and looking for people who are people of faith, people of Christian faith, um, and you are trying to find that community, you can find it here. And it doesn't matter if you have if you've grown up in church, if you have never heard anything about the Bible, or if you are kind of somewhere in between those two, you are welcome here. Absolutely. And I want to thank you again for your leadership and for the ways in which you have just gotten very invested and engaged in our community during a really difficult time to be a part of any community. I think the pandemic has been very difficult on so many people and the ways in which you help lead and are flexible uh, it's just amazing to me. So thank you for everything. that. Thank you, you. If you want to find out more about Arise Campus Ministry, you can follow us on Instagram at AriseGMU. And we also have a website, uh, AriseGMU.org. So please check those things out. Uh, also on my Facebook, I've been sharing a link for a GoFundMe for Jackson. And if you feel so inclined and want to be able to donate, please consider doing that as well. 
on behalf of all of us at Arise, again, I want to say thank you to Jackson. I want to thank you to each one of you for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Whoa.